Welcome back to GG Inspire, Be Inspired. I have got a powerhouse guest today. Uh, you know, I was told that her name is just Susanna Love, but then when she spoke with me, I was like, oh, Susanna, peace, Lavelle. So, but I think she's just all loves. Welcome, Susanna. I'm excited to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. We're going to have a lot of fun today. So uh, I'm just going to share with you guys a little bit, and then I'm going to try and do a, a small, very small amount of talking today because I really want to hear from this incredible woman, this warrior mom, this fellow warrior mom. Uh, she is just phenomenal. She's a single mom. She has Arizona, who is her uh, special needs child, but she is honestly like has done such amazing things for her own family, for her daughter, for all that she's been able to create, but also she spends a tremendous amount of time coaching, loving, helping special needs families thrive. So I'm really excited to hear how you've been able to do all this, you know, and, and she was introduced to me by one of my favorite humans, Mr. Brian Altunian, who just <laughs> sang her praises and just talked about what an incredible person that she is. And I have to say, just a few conversations that we've had She's got the most amazing energy. So I know that, you know, we're going to get a lot out of today. So tell us a little bit how, how you got to be in, in the coaching space and how you're able to make such an impact on, on special needs parents. Tell us a little bit about your story. Yes. So, well, I'm, first of all, I'm so equally matched by amazing energy across from me. So I'm, so grateful for this this conversation and all the um, many future ones that we will be sure to have. And um, you know, I got into this. I got into this space. Uh, I, I, you know, I like to start off by saying that I teach what I most need to learn. And um, I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't planning on having the type of motherhood, the type of altered motherhood that I currently have. And I had no idea that, like most of us, um, d d aren't aware of what type of children we are going to give birth to, right? Or, or that are going to come into our lives, right? Mm -hmm. So I, um, I had this child who I didn't quite understand. And I had to coach myself through every step, every phase, every chapter. Um, it's, it's still ongoing because now we're in the teenage chapter, um, and that's a whole new, whole new ballgame. Yeah. <laughs> throw hormones into the mix. It's just everything. It just is extra. So, yeah. I mean, I you know have always been a very I guess, helpful person. I really like to connect people. I am a community like gatherer. I am sort of like a tribes person. I have been my entire life. And so I always love to share whatever I feel that has been helpful for me in you know, any part of my life with anyone else who I think it could benefit. And so I've always been sort of that person. And when I discovered early on that I had a child with different needs, and disabilities, I was like, wow, this is really, I'm, first of all, I was completely in shock. Um, and then secondly, like half a second later, I was like, okay, got some work to do. Right. And, and I think that's what we do as sort of warrior moms. And I just, you know, sort of took the bull by the horns, but only because I was so scared and nervous and worried, you know, I didn't know what else to do other than to do something. 
And so I researched and I looked in every nook and cranny for information that could be helpful to me in mm -hmm. understanding this, this different child of mine. And so along the way, I had to figure out different resources, different supports, different, you know, supports specifically for my child. And then ultimately realizing like I needed some supports for myself too. And then I just started sharing information with other special needs families. You know, you're taking your kid to therapy a couple of times a week. And when you're doing that, you're in like sort of a therapy waiting room with other moms and other dads who are, who are also just, you know, deer in the headlines, yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out this new life um, that we weren't expecting. So uh, yeah, so I just started sharing what was helpful to me with other families. And then eventually, you know, I would start getting phone calls from friends and family who were just kind of like, you know, Susanna, I have a friend, I have a cousin, I have a sister, and you know, their child was just diagnosed with fill in the blank. I'm just wondering if you, you know, could be, they just are feeling so hopeless and worried and scared and, you know, under, you know, underprepared. Um, is there some way that you can just, you know, let them know they're not alone, you know? And so it started off like that. And um, probably around eight years ago, nine years ago, um, I was going through a divorce and, um, and I had been sort of, you know, this kind of like a hobby, like just helping other families. And I was like, this is actually just, it, it, there's so much need. And I get such amazing response and feedback from all of the families that I'm helping. This could be a thing, you know, um, I need to start thinking about what my thing is going to be <laughs> other than, you know, at the time I was a stay at home mom. Uh, so I got certified um, as a professional life coach. I did all kinds of, you know, trainings and spiritual psychology and energy healing and everything else that sort of um, resonated with me as a, as a human being. And I just threw everything in a pot and, um, you know, opened up my doors and I was like, Who, whoever <laughs> needs me, I'm here for you. And, um, and so that was, yeah, that was about nine years ago. And so I've been doing that steadily since, and I work with clients one-on-one. -on -one. I work with entire families. I do, I facilitate workshops and uh, support groups. I do speaking engagements. I'm writing a book. Um, I have, I've been writing this book for nine years, by the way. So, um, you know, I and I have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? I know the feeling of being the process of writing a book, but. It hasn't finished yet. No, it, it hasn't finished. But I, I tell my story in so many different ways, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm, I like to share hope, um, optimism. I like to let everybody know that everything is going to be okay, even when we can't tap into that, you know, even when there are those dark days and dark, you know, weeks and dark months and high, you know, maybe dark two years of a pandemic. So, um, Listen, we just have ways and tools and support out there to just help us just move forward, you know, sometimes just like one centimeter at a time. And, um, you know, when I first discovered that I had a child with a number of, you know, diagnoses, essentially, I just thought that my life was going to be this for the rest of my life. I'm like, okay, so we're my lot in life is to guide and lead and raise this child and support this child and find the best help for this child. 
and um, create, you know, a platform for her to have the most successful, thriving life that she can, you know, forget about me. Yeah. Oh, this is just my, really like, this is my calling. Like I'm just here to take care of her. And it wasn't until many years in that I, you know, had an aha moment where I was like, hold on. I, I think, <laughs> I think there can be both. And, you know, I think I can be a, you know, advocate for my child and equally, more importantly, an advocate for myself. But I had to figure that out. That was not taught to me. So I love that so much, though. You know, just really kind of throwing yourself into, okay, here's where we are. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how can we find better ways, being resourceful, being persistent, doing those things to make her life better, your life better, and then finding, oh, wait, this is what I'm already good at. Maybe I should just turn this into something that I can do for other people. It's got to be so fulfilling to watch. You know, I, I was going to ask you about the the kind of the cascade of emotions that people are dealing with, you know, when they get a diagnosis like this of, of various. And and my my kids are are not special needs, but it's it's kind of one of those things that you always look from afar and go, how would I handle that? How would I deal with that? You just do, right? It's just what you said. But how do you coach them through these emotions? And it's, it really must be an incredible thing to watch to get you. You were telling me like, you know, get you good, like get you to the point where like you're good and thriving and, you know, able to, to function well and, and be happy. Yes. Well, well, the key word is function <laughs> because yeah. some days, yeah. some days we're just surviving. Okay. So let's be clear here. Like, yes, the goal is to live a thriving life but survival is also a feat. And so I, you know, I don't want to, you know, mow over that. Like, I don't want to sweep that under the rug. Yeah. I am friends with my emotions. First of all, I had to learn how to be friends with my emotions. Mm -hmm. Emotions are really just messages for us. And so if we can lean into the feelings instead of trying to like fight them off and let them, you know, sort of take over our entire lives. There is so much richness and goodness for us uh, in these messages. And so, yes, you do go through a cascade of emotions. You go through denial, hopelessness, worry, fear, anxiety. You know, I, I still feel like my normal sort of operating level is like my anxiety is like, that's my normal. Okay. Yeah. I've normalized so much um, in my life. Uh, but you know, there's, there's just, and, and then you have, you know, and then you feel like there's little wins along the way. Right. And then you feel like, oh no, my child is regressing. There's like one step back and then there's two steps forward. And it's just like up and down and up and down. And, you know, for me, by the way, I, you know, I am a super duper control freak. I am like type a, I am like, <laughs> don't put well, I love you. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Like we speak the same language. Um, right. It's so it's like figure out, you know, how do you do this? How do you get into a good college? You study really hard. You do well in your SAT. You, well, you know, back then we had to take our SAT. Yeah. And whatever it is, you just do what you have to do to get from here to there, period. Right. Yeah. And that is not the same as, you know, even raising neurotypical children. Right. You have right. no idea. Right. You know, I wanted to have tons of kids. I wanted four or five kids at least. 
And I, I wanted all boys because I wanted to have a basketball team. I mean, and then I got the opposite, right? So, you know, out the door, like it, we, yeah. we need to release control, um, be in the flow of what is, what is real and what is true for us right now and how to make the most of that, period. Yeah. It's a daily decision for me. It is a daily decision. Sometimes multiple times a day, I have to check in with myself, like what is going to best serve me? today mm. that I can, you know, sort of function um, at my highest level for today, <laughs> you know, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so friends with your emotions. I, I really, I, yeah. I think no matter what, people need to hear that because I think it's, it's now the last two years, you know, there is the emotional roller coaster of all that we've been dealing with, but I think at, everybody needs to be in a position that they can start to accept, okay, this is an emotion. Okay. It's, it's going to pass and I need to figure out my way out of it, but by checking in with yourself, <laughs> finding, you know, being okay with the fact that it's going to vary day to day. So yeah. yes, I think that's huge. That's For huge. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, with the, let's talk about the last couple of years with like the lockdowns and mandates and all of these things. I mean, how are you showing people the ropes and how how are you as well as the, you know, the people that you're coaching kind of facing these obstacles and weathering them, I guess, <laughs> like doing the best that we can through all this stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the, the beautiful things about uh, the work that I do is that it is also my life. So it's my life, my work, it, everything is the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> there are no boundaries. Yeah. It's just a very fluid um, situation here. And so I am really in the trenches, like with everybody else. And so as we're, you know, encountering all of these, you know, situations over the last two years, which by the way, we didn't know, there was no roadmap. There's no blueprint of like, okay, for the next no. two years, here's what's going to happen. No, it was like day by day, right? I mean, all of a sudden, my kid was home from school, like, oh, you know, they're locking down the school for two weeks, two weeks. Yeah. And so obviously two years later. And so you have to go, you just have to be in the flow. You have to go with the flow. It was very hard to, to, to navigate something that was so, you know, like just unique to all of us. I, I don't think any of us have ever gone through anything like that in our lifetime. And 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 then add in the mix of having a child, you know, Arizona has multiple diagnoses. One of them, she's on the autism spectrum. She has ADHD. She has a lot of food allergies, uh, but she also has anxiety, like generalized anxiety disorder. And so you can imagine all of the unknowns and she is actually a child who is seeking social connection. Mm -hmm. you know, she's been through tons of social skills training and therapies to learn the appropriate way to, to handle situations, but she was working so hard with social yeah. connection. She's an only child. It's just me yeah. and her home and, yeah. and the cat and the cat, right? <laughs> so I'm like, how do I teach eye contact in situations which are not like a real situation for her in a social setting at school, right? So all those things, I mean, it's, it, yeah, we just had to go with the flow and try to yeah. be in a moment of like, okay, what, 
what's again like i always come back to this what's real and true right now for for us today arizona right we can go to the patio we can breathe in some fresh air we can take a little walk right we can take a drive one of our favorite things to do was to just take little drives um yeah but my goodness <laughs> i think i'm so I'm, i have to say that I'm happy that we are where we are now. Yeah, uh, we've we've come through it, right? I mean, I just remember, gosh, those first few weeks, the first month, just so much uncertainty. And I just felt like I was climbing the wall. I'm like, everybody's in my face. I know. You're just in my face. Go away. For, I love you. And I want my space. Um, yes. But yeah, we did a lot of walks, a lot of drives. You know, we drove to the beach a lot because we could just go to the beach and we could socially distance. It was outside. We could... You know, I mean, if you're not near a beach, I'm sorry, but that helped. That I, helped I, I am, but remember for that period of time, they were closed. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. just, yeah, we, we, we bought bicycles though. I mean, we did a lot of things that we probably wouldn't have done. Um, and I'm grateful for, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And now we have, I feel like we have so much um, greater appreciation for just sort of walking outside, you know, and going to school. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. My husband and I, like, just we danced to Jade when we walked our kids to school. We were like, I love you and go to school. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. It's It's been an experience. It's been an experience. Um, but you also oh. said that you're a, a Reiki master, right? Yes. Right, you, you've been training Reiki. Okay, so can you explain to people to people what what that is? Because I love it. A few, the few times that I've had it done on me, it was experience. Yes. So, um, so Reiki is it's a healing modality. It's a sort of energy healing, sort of balancing one's energy. Um, I do it through touch, and um, I, you know, I feel like everything is about energy and intention. And the Reiki really, for me, I, I, I'm really not doing anything. I'm just a conduit to sort of activate mm -hmm. different areas within an individual um, that need healing, right? So just activate and whether it's emotional stuff, whether it's psychological stuff, whether it's, you know, trauma, whether it's physical pain, um, it's to, to, I like to sort of liken it to, um, acupuncture, but like without the needles, that's how I see it. Okay. Um, I am, you know, mixed Taiwanese. And so I was raised with a lot of Eastern, um, medicine modality, healing modalities in my home. And so I've been doing acupuncture since I was like 10 on various things for me. Like I used to have debilitating migraines and so on and so forth. But years ago, right after I had, gave birth to Arizona and realized that she was a different kind of child, I really sort of fell into this pit of despair. And I was anxious. I was depressed. I had postpartum depression. I just felt it, it was debilitating, actually. Mm -hmm. And so it was very challenging for me to function. And I was just trying to tap into anything that I thought could be helpful for me to get through like an hour of the day, you know, and I have an older sibling who is a Reiki master and master healer in general. And um, they are just like uh, the, the way that their life has in, in their non-binary. So I'm saying they as they. Um, mm -hmm. And so 
Um, and so I just was looking at their life and thinking like, oh, how beautiful this shift has been in you. I need some healing. So I just started going to see um, a healer who happened to be their master teacher. I went to a couple of sessions. I was blown away. Um, and I was like, I want to learn this for myself, to heal myself, to do some self-healing, to do some self-activating within me so that I can just have another tool in my toolbox uh, to call upon when I'm just having those moments of just overwhelm and stuckness, you know, not able to move forward. And so I really only learned it to help myself. And along the way, um, you know, as the Reiki does, the Reiki kind of finds you and the Reiki kind right. of joins you with, with whatever else is supposed to be in the flow of your life. And all of a sudden people start, you know, calling and asking for Reiki sessions. So I've been a practitioner for many years now. Um, I Before the pandemic, I did a lot of um, Reiki workshops, like one day, you know, sort of retreats for women of color. And, um, you know, I just, it was a way to give back. But I, it, again, like I never had this idea that I would become a practitioner. So that's just something else that I offer. Sometimes I do um, intuitive coaching and Reiki together. So it just depends, mm -hmm. like very customizable. Nice. That was actually my next question is that do you do it with yeah. with the people that you're coaching the parents? Because you, you, you mentioned that, you know, there's so many times where people are just tired and they're just like ready to give up most days, you know. Um, and what what are some of the things? Maybe it's Reiki. Maybe it's obviously there's there's multiple ways. But what's kind of like the saving grace for families out there? And like, do, do they ever give up, you know? Well, um, yeah, I mean, let's define that, you know, like, what, what does that look like? Um, d d you know, certainly I have given up multiple times. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> you know, yeah. give me one day and I will have been like, I'm done, you know, yeah. 12 times today. Now, what does I'm done mean? Maybe it means like, I'm not going to deal with, you know, I'm going to put my headphones on and shut my door. You're going to have to figure out your life to my child. Mm -hmm. um, and I said to her, you need to figure out your life. Um, and she, you know, that doesn't go over well, but you know, sometimes you're just at that point of like, I, I'm just done. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I also want to be here, right? I want to be here. I want to tap into a joyful, thriving, purposeful, passion, passionate life. And I know that my daughter wants that too. And so as a duo, that is sort of our, that is our wish for ourselves and for our lives. We both want that. And so knowing that we both want that, we can take a break. We can take a beat. We can say, you know what? I just need to take a minute and figure out like what is self-care, soul care? What is going to take care of my emotions right now today to help me get over this hump? And sometimes <laughs> I feel like, there are weeks in a row where I'm just getting over one hump and then the next hump. And mm -hmm. then the next. I mean, really, it's just yeah. how it is. And, you know, self-care is, you know, one of my biggest learnings in this life. And it's like, not just like, you know, going to the nail salon or, or getting a massage, which could also be, you know, self-care forms of self-care as well. But I mean, for me, it's like, saying no to something that I am feeling obligated to do. Uh, it's releasing guilt around something else. It's, it's, you know, emailing teachers and saying, you know, can we have a little bit of extra time on this project? Because I know 
that it's, you know, really on me yeah. to help move my child forward. And, and guess what? Every single time, every time they're like, no problem, no problem. Take the weekend. Right. And then I can exhale for a second. Then I am less heightened yeah. in my anxiety and I can be more present with Arizona. We can oh come in, right. <laughs> you know, yes. right. Yes. Okay. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I think being present is one of the toughest, is one of the toughest things. There's just so many things kind of coming at you, me, all of us at so many different times, regardless of the situation. And so I can totally relate to that. Yes. Yes, I know. And, and by the way, it takes a lot of practice. I, I, I'm practicing all the time. And, and luckily as moms, <laughs> we get the opportunity to practice multiple times a day, you know, um, and, and we just lean into those moments of, you know, and it, it becomes a little easier sometimes. Um, but yeah, practice, 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 practice. And just set that intention. You know, I, I want to be present. I want to be connected with my child. Sometimes I don't, you know, let me go, you know, turn on Netflix or whatever and ignore my child. But um, yeah. So. Definitely. I had one of those moments the other day. Everybody was just fussing at each other for min you know, little, little things. And then Something happened and I was like, you know what? I think mom just needs a break now. Mom needs a little time out. I think we're going to yeah. hold yeah. off for a second. We'll just, we'll just I'll, I'll, I'll come back. All right. Just, you know, give me, give me five minutes and I'll be back. Yeah. But, um, but you, it's crazy. So, yeah. But what's so beautiful about that is we are also modeling to our children that we are paying attention to mm -hmm. what our unmet needs are too. Right. So then they can mm -hmm. learn to lean into the practices as well. I mean, it just will make the, the world a better place. Like, you know, we can <laughs> solve all of the world's problems um, yeah. if we can tap into taking care of ourselves. Yeah. So much. You know, my kids used to go to a school. Uh, we recently moved, but they used to go to a school before the pandemic. Everything kind of, you know, all, all bets were off after that. But they went to a school where... It was called Muse. It was in Calabasas uh, or Malibu, like that area. And they were really big on communication and getting your needs met. You know, how, how you want to be communicated with. Do you want alone time? Do you want one-on-one, -on -one, small group, big group? You know, are we play channel today? Are we care? Are we ask? Are we tell? You know, so it laid the groundwork for us to be able to have those conversations a little bit more. So that, and they were big on sustainability. It was really, it was an incredible school. I absolutely loved it. And I actually interviewed the, the director of the school um, on here, but it helped, it helped us be able to communicate, okay, mommy wants alone time right now. Or, um, you know, your sister wants one-on-one -on -one time with her friend. Oh, okay. I don't like that, but I understand it. You know, just being able to get the messages across so that we could properly communicate it and then accept it, you know? At different yes. times. So yeah. And if an, I, that was yeah. milestones. Yeah, no, that's that 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 is so hugely important. I wish all of us are taught that at a very early age. I wish we all, I mean, I, I'm hoping to you know sort of spread that gospel as I as much as I can. And 
in the special needs world, you know, you do have the, you know, individuals who maybe are not verbal, right? And communicate in different ways. And so maybe they communicate through a device. Maybe they communicate by making particular sounds. And so you have to come up with mm -hmm. different ways to help release all of the feelings, release the feelings, you know? Um, when Arizona wasn't super verbal, um, she would, you know, we would dance it out. We would cry it out. We would jump it out on the trampoline. We would, you know, um, yeah, like do art. Uh, when she got a little older and was able to communicate better, um, she would often like dictate to me certain feelings and I would just write them down. I'm like, tell me more, you know, and just stay connected to that. So, so many different ways in which we can just we, we got to let it all out. We can't hold everything in our bodies. It's just not really. Yeah, it's just, a, it's not going to work. It's not sustainable. You are so awesome. I'm so excited to be talking to you. This is so cool. So I have a, I have a couple more questions and then I saw a little fun game. So how, how do you want to expand? And, you know, could, obviously this seems like your life's work, you know, you're, like you said, you're in it day to day, you're in it with families. How do you want to expand or, you know, continue to do that, you know, to, to help people with disabilities, to help special needs families? How do you want to create more? Yes. So you're right. This is my life's calling and it, I will do this until the day that I can no longer do this um, because it is so part of my, of who I am. It is at my core. It is my purpose for sure. I feel so connected. Um, I'm also learning so much about, uh, you know, how to be with my child as she grows up um, in this world. She's now 15. Um, but, you know, she'll soon be a young adult. She has aspirations of going to college somehow, somewhere. And, and so, you know, we just sort of go with the flow. Um, so in terms of expanding, yeah, I mean, I just want to share this, 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 I want to spread joy. I want to incite hope. I want um, families to know that they are not alone. I want families to know that, you know, surviving is not necessarily our only goal. Like thriving is absolutely possible for ourselves and our children and, and, and everyone whose lives we touch really and truly. Um, I, you know, started off my coaching business mostly doing sort of one-to-one -one coaching. And obviously there's only one of me. And, you know, I, I am, you know, largely, uh, I'm Arizona lives with me full time. So I, you know, really only sort of work coach um, during the day when she's in school or otherwise occupied with different therapies. So I, um, I am now doing more sort of one-to-many type teachings and trainings and in sort of group work, um, speaking engagements. I, like I said, I've been working on this book for a long time. It's a memoir. But in the meantime, I um, launched this online course. It's a self-paced online course all around life management for special needs families. And so lots of practical tips and hints around, you know, finding the best learning environment for your child, um, how to observe and describe you know, how to work with professionals, how to find the best therapist. And so I have now created my my memoir. So, so now I'm in my like 817th version of my book. <laughs> now I have um, my not memoir. Not perfect, right. So I have anecdotal, you know, sort of real life stories of raising Arizona. 
And then, um, and then I have my like sort of how to, so it's like self-help memoir. And, um, and, and again, since there've been so many iterations of it, <laughs> it's like, that's why it's taking me forever, yep. but that will be launched maybe sometime summer 22, uh, or fall. And, um, you know, I plan to just take that show on the road and, um, and really just get the word out to as many families as I can. I love it. That is amazing. And I am so excited to see how that develops the book release. We'll put the, uh, the link and for, for your, uh, for your class. I think that this really just, I want to be able to celebrate what you do because you're so passionate about it. Like you said, you're in it, but it's, it's the difference that you're able to make for other people through the, your experience. And so I think that that is ultimately the greatest gift that you can leave as your stamp. You know what I mean? Is yes. making the world a better place because of what you've learned, you know? Yes. Um, so I really appreciate you. Okay. So I'm going to do a, a couple fun questions. It's my this or that. And I think I already know one of the answers, but we'll, yes. we'll, we'll start with that one. So be okay. an author or an editor? Author, of course. Yes. Aspiring author. Okay. Yeah. That's, good. That's what I figured. So, uh, Okay, so when you go to the carnival or you go to uh, Magic Mountain or whatever, so bumper cars or roller coasters? Okay, well, um, I like roller coasters, but I'm not like a super thrill seeker. So I don't like the really scary ones that like drop, you know, plummet to the ground in two seconds. And I, I don't uh -huh. really like going upside down, but I like like the Matterhorn, you know? Okay, round and around. Space Mountain. Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. I just, I keep finding things that we have in common. It's just really making me laugh. The whole interview, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of like that too. Oh, I'm kind of like that too. I just yeah. um, uh Well, this is kind of funny because like, it's kind of the same. So write a book or a movie. Oh, book. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, time travel or the ability to fly? Uh, time travel. I just feel okay. like that's more, in, I feel like that has more power. <laughs> that's yes. the whole reason, like flying, I can yeah. go up, but like how fast and I mean, can I fly to France in an hour? Maybe, but you know. <laughs> I have more questions. I have more questions, more qualifying questions. Yeah, right. For, for these. Um, yeah. uh, mountain area or beach? Beach. Yeah, for sure. For All sure, day. Sure. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm All with day. You. Mm -hmm. um, well, I've had so much fun with our, our time today. This has just been awesome. And I understand why my favorite human, besides my husband and my kids, um, my friend Brian, uh, connected, connected us because I just knew, especially when we were talking on the phone and you mentioned how much you love post-its, I was like, this lady is going to oh. be my friend. <laughs> Man, in every color, I, I have posts post-its that are shaped like cats. I mean, stop it. Um, uh, and I are keeping post-it in business. So yes, sure. we are. We are. I can't help it. Um, but also too, yes. I mean, Brian Altunian, I think is everybody's favorite human on the earth. So um, kudos, shout out to Mr. Altunian. Yes. And their podcast, he and Sean Francis on uh, Just Two Dads, they do it on Wednesdays. And you were on that, that show as well. Um, they, yep. they do such an incredible job. You know, I know they had a summit last year. I mean, there's all these things, the impact that, that they're continuing to make, the stamp that they're making. I just, I appreciate them. And I really appreciate 
how real you are with, with us and with people about your experience and how you're utilizing it as a way to be able to create better, happier, functioning, thriving lives for other people. It's just, it's really something to be recognized and appreciated. So. Well, thank I'm you. Excited. Thank you for having me um, today. I'm so happy to be here and we'll have to plan a beach play, play hang, play date. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I will write it on my post-it. Okay. Make sure I put my things together. It'll be awesome. Um, so, uh, Susanna, can can uh, can you give everybody your um, your handle or you know your site where they can find you where they can follow you if they want to get in touch with you? Yeah. So um, my website is fairly easy. You see how my name is spelled, Susanna Peace Lavelle. So my website is www.susannapeacelavelle.com. And so there's a lot of information. I have a blog. I have um, information about my online course. I have some handbooks you can download. Um, I Anyway, it's it's there's some goodies on there, and um, at uh, I'm really mostly only on Instagram, and my handle there is at Mama Peace M A M A P E A C E. Awesome. Yep. Well, yeah, I will tag that also um, when we uh, put this out. We'll put it in the comments. Um, but this has been awesome. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your time, and you know the the concepts that you talked about are obviously beneficial for the people that you're coaching for you, but they really can benefit all of us. And so I, I, you just, I, I am purely not purely, but partly selfish when I do these interviews, because I love talking to interesting people and I love people that are making a positive impact on this world. And I'm inspired by you. So thank you for everything. The feeling, the feeling is, beautiful. yeah. All right, everybody, take care. Be inspired for a great life. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Susanna. You're welcome. Bye.